true Israel are those who are faithful and those who find favor with God. Hello everyone, it's Daniel and we've been sprinting through Romans 9. So today we're going to review a little bit and look at a little bit more of the details of how God chooses and how God blesses us when we are faithful. If you remember, Romans 9 starts out with Paul weeping for the people of ethnic Israel. He knows that they have rejected the Messiah, who is life. He's the way, the truth, the life. He is the king of Israel, and they have rejected their king, and they are therefore perishing. And he says, so is God's promise to them null and void? Did God rescind his word? In verse 6, he says, but it is not as though the word of God has failed. Good news, when God speaks, it remains true. There is not one jot of his word that will pass away. And then he says, for not all who are descended from Israel belong to Israel. And he makes the point here in two different ways, that it is of faith that you are true Israel, the chosen people of God, and it is by the favor of God himself. So it is the faithful and the favored who are Israel. And the two examples he uses to accomplish this are Isaac and Jacob. Abraham is the very first Israelite. He is the one God chose out of darkness, out of worship. If you remember all the way back in in the beginning of Romans in this podcast that we saw that Abraham was a moon worshiper, most likely. He was not a follower of Yahweh. He had idols. And God called him out of that and said, leave your father's estate, something that is grand. His father was rich. Sounded like a place you wouldn't want to leave. But he says, leave, Abraham. I'm going to bless the nations with you. And Abraham only caught a glimpse of that promised land through his son, Isaac. But it was to show that God's righteousness is given to us through faith. This is expressed in in Galatians 3, verse 7. That says, Know then that it is those of faith who are the sons of Abraham. And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel beforehand to Abraham, saying, In you shall all the nations be blessed. Every kind of people can come to God by faith because of the blessing of Abraham. Verse 9 says, So then, those who are of faith are blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. So this man who was called out of Ur of Chaldees and made to be the first chosen person of God, Israel, he has offspring. And the promise is here in verse 9, About this time next year, I will return and Sarah shall have a son. Abraham and Sarah, even though they're two really, really old people, are going to have a son together. And the son of promise, Isaac, was born in faith, knowing that they were way past the age that people have kids. But if you remember, it wasn't Ishmael that was the son of promise. Ishmael was Abraham's first son. It was Sarah and Abraham's effort to fill God's promises for themselves. Sarah said, look, Abraham, I am old, you're old, but maybe the problem's me. Uh, here's my, my maidservant, Hagar. 
Uh, Why don't you sleep with her and see if she can have a baby for you? Every time we try to take God's plan into our own hands and deal out what we think needs to be dealt out, people get hurt. Sarah is hurt. I mean, there's a marriage violated. Abraham is hurt. And Hagar and her son are certainly hurt. And it is only by God's provision that Ishmael and Hagar survive at all. But it is the son of promise, Isaac, that is born in faith, given by God miraculously. The second point he makes here is Jacob is the son of favor. There's two children. Before they had done good or bad, God chooses one and not the other. And we say, God, how is that possible? And Paul responds in this way, verse 14, what shall we say then? Is there injustice on God's part? Paul says, by no means. Verse 15, for he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. The reason I do it this way, God says, is for my glory. It is about me. It is never about you. So here the definition of justice, the justice of God, is himself. The purpose he has in election is to show his great mercy juxtaposed to his great justice and wrath. The definition of God's justice is his upholding of his glory. So injustice, then, is when any creature created by God says, No, God, I'm not going to live for your glory. That's what we did in the garden. But the justice God upholds is bending even that injustice back to justice and saying, Ah, but I still will receive glory from you. Verse 16 says, It doesn't depend on human will or exertion. It doesn't depend on what you think you can do. It depends on God who has mercy. So God sets his favor upon people and calls them to have faith and trust him because he is favoring them. There's a little pithy statement that I heard the other day. The world says, show me and I'll trust you. And God says, trust me and I'll show you. Following God does not mean looking at outcomes. It means looking at the God of all creation and knowing that he can do anything. We often want certain things from God instead of wanting God himself. But those who are true Israel, the chosen people of God, are those who have faith in God and find favor in him. One guy says, the righteousness of God must be his unswerving commitment always to preserve the honor of his name and display his glory. That is how and why he chooses some and not others. It is to uphold his name before all the nations. This verse about Jacob and Esau is quoted from Malachi as we've seen. Malachi is about subduing rebellion before God. Chapter 2 verse 17 in Malachi says, You have wearied the Lord with your words, but you say impetuously back, How have we wearied him? And the author says, by saying, Everyone who does evil is good in the sight of the Lord, and he delights in them. Or, by asking, Where is the God of justice? So when we demand justice from God, we are being hypocritical because we then turn and do evil against him. 
and hope that he will have mercy upon us. We can't demand both justice and mercy in our lives from God. Every bit of good we receive from him is mercy. There's none of it deserved. And every bit of justice we receive from God is just that, justice. It is all deserved. Father, thank you for finding favor in people who are unfavorable. Thank you for giving faith to those who are faithless. May we pursue you for your glory alone rather than for ourselves. Amen.